Welcome. You've now been locked into an episode of Dad Tough. Dad Tough. Bringing you your weekly injection of any and everything dad, husband, and man. So sit back, grab a beer, get rid of that pesky wife and kids, and get ready to dive into fatherhood, marriage, men's health, youth sports, and a bunch more nonsense coming straight to your screen, headphones, and into your hearts. Sometimes being a dad is tough, and sometimes you gotta be tough to be dad. Are you dad tough? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dad Tough. I'm your host, Blake Brown, and today we're doing another episode with Mr. Mike McElwain, co-owner and president of Gym Supplement Science. What's going hey. on, buddy? Come on, Blake. It Man, feels uh, just like the other day we just got talking. It did, yeah, yeah. Same thing, same thing. I might have to change it up just a little bit, though. <laughs> if you Sorry, guys, the entire look the same. So I, this is my normal. I look like I wear the same thing every day. So apologies. That, that's me. <laughs> like literally, like literally, all I wear now is Dad Tough T-shirts. When I first, you know, when I first done this thing, uh, I printed out or I got like two hundred something shirts printed, and it was all the same color. And I took like six out for myself. And uh, right. so I wore them all the time, you know, my wife, she's like, you really need to get some different colors. Like people was literally going to think all you have is <laughs> one shirt. <laughs> so, yeah. so it was, I mean, it's all I wear, man. They're comfortable. So if you guys yeah. want one, make sure that you holler at me and I can get you a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, you, you sent me one, so it looks good. I uh, just got it this morning. So thank you for sending that in. Yes, sir. I said, man, they're so soft. They're comfortable. I've got a lot no, of yeah, it's from very them. good quality. I, uh, that 60, 40, next level. That's what we got. We got next level. Yep. Heck yep. yeah. Heck good yeah. Well, well, guys, if you didn't tune into the last episode, make sure you go back and watch that where we talked about how Jim Supplement Science came to be. If great episode. So if you did not catch that, make sure you go back and watch the first episode. All the dirt. Oh, yeah. And actually, man, you had sent me some of this strawberry milk Pro Gym. And this is something that I have been wanting to try. And I've waited to try. I've had this thing for, I don't know, about a week, week or two. And I was like, man, I'm not going to try it until, you know, we get him back on here to kind of give a, give a true, honest review on it. Man, that's the thing, dude. If I, I'm, Your proteins taste amazing to me. Uh, Appreciate that. Favorite by far is the vanilla peanut butter swirl. So if this even comes remotely close to that, then then you're doing good. I mean, that's my favorite protein that you have, man. I, I do yeah. not get tired of it. It's not one of them things like, well, I better change up my flavor. I'm getting getting tired of it. But yeah. that, is, that one was uh, um, kind of a labor of love. So it, that happened to be one of my fla- f- uh, favorite flavors when I was young. That's what I would always do is take vanilla with the um, scoop of peanut butter mix it in the blender and so that's really what i wanted with that particular flavor when we did it and uh so that's kind of where it came from it, it so it's a personal favorite of mine as well right my wife she her favorite is the she likes the s'mores she likes a little more yeah it's, 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 a, it's one of our original ones that was a definite go-to for a long time for me and then now it's just you know variety always kind of been one of those things that we like but yeah no the strawberry milk so i'm, I'm curious to see just don't 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 just give a biased review because I'm on. Oh no, I'm, so. I'm I'm definitely. You better better hope you don't don't get your feelings hurt too easy. No, I'm 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 pretty okay. sure it's, it's probably it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't put too much water. Actually, I mixed it with milk. I'm a, okay. I'm, I'm a big milk guy. I, I can't do it with okay. water. I've never really tried. I've tried it okay. one time with water with a different protein a long time ago. And I was like, man, I can't do it. It's, it's I got to have the milk. Yeah. But that is really good. It actually tastes like, like, like Nesquik, like the strawberry, like the Nesquik. Yeah. It's got a really yeah. good, I mean, it, it's really good. Um, yeah, strawberry is one of those flavors. I mean, you know, it's uh, th- that's what we were going for is we were going for um, that 
that Nestle like strawberry quick thing, which is the reason why it's like we wanted like that milk, mm-hmm. that strawberry milk. Um, but it took a, this one actually took a long time. It took, we've been going back and forth with strawberry protein for about three years. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, you, you got with strawberry, you got a variance to where you, do you want it to taste just like, you know, you're, you throwing strawberries into a drink, which is very natural. Um, it's like grape. Um, you know, people don't necessarily like grape juice, but they like the candy version of grape that tastes almost artificial. Right. With strawberry, when you're doing fruit flavors, um, that's one of the things that we have to, to think about is that there's there's a very different spectrum of flavors when you're doing fruit. You either want it to taste like the fruit, with which some people like, or you want it to taste like the artificial fruit or a candy version of the fruit, which is what some people like. And so with this, with the strawberry, you know, because like if you think like Jolly Ranchers, they got strawberry mm-hmm. Jolly Ranchers. They got grape Jolly Ranchers. I think with grape, we we aired more to where it's like a grape candy flavor. Um, where strawberry, we wanted it more of like a strawberry milkshake. So that's where we kind of landed with that. And, and the thing is, the amount of liquid you use will change the flavor profile. So everybody might have a different experience. Yeah, I'll say now. I put... we're, we're I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was saying, so we're actually pretty happy with it. Oh, no, it's actually, it's spot on. I mean, it does taste like strawberry milk. It is, it's it's really yeah. good. And I'm not just saying that because you're on here. I'll tell you if I didn't no, really I like know, it very much. I, I really would. I know. But I'm gonna and I would this, hope that you I'm going to put this at number two. That, that's how good it yeah. is. Yeah, I'm going to put it at number two with, with peanut butter swirl still being my, my number one. Uh, just because I love peanut yeah. butter. Anything peanut butter. All right. Yeah, I, you know, and, and that's the thing. I think even with this, because there's a hint of vanilla in there too, uh, with the strawberry. So, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a big vanilla guy. I like vanilla protein, I like lighter protein. Um, even though, uh, you know, our Rocky Road and our chocolate cookie crunch and s'mores and uh, peanut butter chocolate, chocolate peanut butter, you know, those are very desserty flavors. And so, I think it's it's tough sometimes when you're drinking multiple protein shakes per day to get sucked into those very heavy desserty flavors because it's like how many rocky road ice cream shakes are you going to really have during the day you know even though they're good but it's just it's a lot to consume so i always go more towards like the tahitian vanilla bean which is what we have or the uh the vanilla peanut butter or now even strawberries kind of been one of the ones that uh years yeah i really do i really like it I said I'm gonna give it to you, and I've tried. I think I've tried every single one of them. I really have. Uh, besides so. the Rocky Road, I haven't tried the Rocky Road. That's the only one I no? haven't tried yet. Um, I'll send you a tub. Okay, and that's the thing. Rocky like, Road is, yeah, it's very, very thick, very good. It tastes just like Rocky Road ice cream. Does it? I mean, that one spot on. Yeah. Well, see, I'm weird a, though, man. Like, like I'm the type of person. Like, let's say I go to a restaurant. I go to a Mexican restaurant, and. I get a taco salad, steak taco salad, every time. I don't ever like venture out and try anything else, like because I know what I like, you know. And that's kind of the the thing with my protein. Like I've been buying the vanilla peanut butter swirl for for months. Like one yeah. one will get halfway halfway done, I'll order another one. And so, <laughs> but that let, lets good. me know, like this lets me know that I still need to still need to venture out, you know, because this one is, is it's really good. I'm gonna have to incorporate this in for sure. Well, yeah, just let me know. We'll we'll send you out some of the Rocky Road to, to try. Heck yeah, man! Sounds good, guys. So, if you like strawberries, make sure that you give this Pro Gym a try. It's it's good. And that's one thing I like about your products. Every single one of your products lists every single bit of ingredient that you have on it the proper uh dosage the the amount that's in there and then it, this is a very very healthy healthy protein now like i said you you come across some brands that might have like cocoa pebble flavored you know stuff but then you look at the ingredients and it's it's shit you know it's high in sugar it's high in carbs uh yours is what five grams of carbs is, is all that yours yours come in it yeah, it depends. It depends on the on the on the flavoring. Some are a little bit different, um, but you know, real realistically, when you're consuming a protein powder, the, the biggest thing to look out for. I have protein around here. I do, and I have the strawberry milk. For anybody who's listening, 
you don't have to buy our protein. I'm just going to show you whatever protein you're buying, what to look out for. Um, so when you turn your protein around and you're always going to have what's called a supplement facts panel, which lists the protein, the carbs, the fats, there's this little paragraph right down here and it says ingredients. Now by law, every single protein powder has to list the ingredients. And what that means is the type of protein that they're using. As Blake said, um, we use, and not only use, but we list the amount of the protein and the type of protein we're using. So we even call it out on the front of our label, that 24 grams of protein, this is the types of protein you're gonna get. But the one that you have to look out for is if you see whey, protein concentrate listed in that little paragraph, that company's screwing you. And what that means is that that's a certain type of protein, that it's the lowest form of protein, it's the cheapest form of protein, and it's like a cup. If you want all this to be protein, with whey protein concentrate, only about 50% is protein, the rest of the cup is filled with lactose. And that's why people who say, well, I can't take protein powder, they have problems with their stomach or uh, digestion or they run into the bathroom. Um, it's because of that. So little tip, if you're taking protein powder, turn it around. Look at that little paragraph that says ingredients. If it says whey protein concentrate, you're getting screwed. So that's my little tip and the aha moment for anybody listening. Roger that now. Now, when doing your protein, why put the the whey protein isolate, the casein, the milk protein isolate, the egg? Why, why split it up like that? What what you know? Because you go to a lot, and a lot of it's just one hundred percent whey protein. You know, so so right. what what made y'all want to? Put well, that's well, well, couple things. One, anybody who's still saying one hundred percent whey protein you still got to look at the ingredients to see if that whey protein is concentrate because there's there's really two two types of main protein sources many proteins use and it's whey protein isolate and whey protein concentrate and those two types of proteins they're very fast absorbing but one is a higher percentage of protein like whey protein isolate you're going to get like 90 percent or better whey protein so that's why like our protein people who are lactose intolerant they can take it because there's virtually no lactose in there you're always, you're always going to get a little bit right. um, but it's not going to be a, you know the percentage that's going to mess up your stomach so we use the highest form which means it's expensive um there's other types of protein so you have this thing of like uh think of a sports car an suv and a pickup truck right One's really fast, one's kind of, you know, the the SUV, yeah, it's fast, but it's also, you know, it's for different purposes. And you got the pickup truck, that's like, you know, the slowest out of the three. So those are the type of categories of protein. They're all cars, yes, but then the categories, you got sports car, which is really fast, it's meant to go fast. You got the SUV, it's kind of, can go fast, but it's also compatible for it's like a medium in the middle and then you get your pickup truck which is on the slower side of the spectrum um so it's protein you have protein you got whey protein isolate and concentrate on the on this side which is very fast and then you have your medium digesting which is um like your egg white protein and then uh you have your casein protein which is very slow so when you're training, what happens is, is your body's absorbing nutrients that it needs to fuel the body to kind of go. So when you take protein powder, um, typically you're taking protein powder before you work out and after you work out. So when you're training for that hour or two hours, your body needs nutrients to kind of keep it going because what you're doing is you're tearing apart the muscles when you're picking up the weights. So when you're picking up the weights and you're tearing things apart, um, what ends up happening is you need nutrients to kind of replenish and to kind of keep you going. So with that, you have to have sources of nutrients that get into the muscle very fast 
and then also continue to give the muscle nutrients for a longer period of time. That's called muscle protein synthesis. So when you're done with your uh, um, training session is probably the most important time post-workout when you need those nutrients, you need protein. But if you get protein into the system, it's very fast digesting. Your body absorbs it and utilizes it, but then your body still is repairing itself and it doesn't have any, it doesn't have a continued supply of nutrients. So the research on blends, protein blends, where you have both fast, medium, and, and, and slow digesting proteins, you extend that window of muscle protein synthesis longer. So technically, you're getting more nutrients into the muscle for a longer period of time, which if you can do that, you're essentially going to uh, recruit more muscle fibers. You're going to have your recovery time. So you're, 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 the building blocks of muscle is protein. So you're, you're giving yourself the best chance of actually having a protein powder working versus just a whey protein isolate, uh, which is a very fast digesting protein. Uh, or a whey protein concentrate, which is a very fast, shitty source of protein, but it's still fast. Um, so, but that's not to say whey protein isolate is bad, because as you know, we actually have a standalone just whey protein isolate. Um, so what we've done with that and the reason why we have that is because there are some people who can't take an egg white protein, right? Or... Um, so, you know, Jim actually developed an allergy uh, to, to, to dairy, to, to eggs. And so he can't even take ProGym. Um, so that's one of the reasons why we actually launched our plant-based protein as well as our isolate was really so he could get adequate sources of protein. Now, is he maximizing, uh, you know, with just the isolate and the, the plant-based protein as well as he could here or anybody else who opts not to take this? Not necessarily, but then in Jim's case, he takes the isolate. He's probably drinking seven or eight isolates a day. And the cool thing about that protein powder is that we specifically did it as a clear isolate. What that means, it mixes like water. So, and we have fruit flavor. So we have like grape, we have green apple, we have mango, lime, we're coming out with a watermelon. So those are, you mix a scoop of powder in there, you're getting 20 grams of protein, um, very fast absorbing but it mixes like water. So it's very easy to drink. And as you and I were talking, you know, you get those dessert flavors. It's hard to drink six or seven shakes a day to get adequate sources of protein. Right. Nobody wants to drink six or seven Rocky roads. It's very hard. Uh, so that's why we came out with the isolate to where you're getting uh, the additional protein throughout the day. It's very easy to drink because it's like drinking water. I mean, literally it, it looks like this when you mix it, yeah. it looks it's as clear as water. Um, and you drink it and it tastes like flavored water, but you're getting 20 grams of protein. So that's why we have the different forms because the, the pro gym is the best source of, this is the best protein powder you're going to get for people who actually work out right. like hands down. This is like what you want. If you don't have an egg allergy, you don't have a dairy allergy. This is what you want because you're getting all the different sources of protein that make up that 24 grams um, and you're getting it at the right ratios. That's also important. You don't want, you know, it's like baking a cake. There's a, there's a, and that's why Jim is so good about formulating because, you know, he understands that when you're putting ingredients together, whether it's in a protein or a pre-workout or a multivitamin, some ingredients don't work well with others. They, 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 there's no synergies that really work well. And then the dose, the amount, it's like baking a cake. If you bake the cake, you got eggs, you got flour, you got milk, you got butter, right? You got, you got ingredients. Well, what happens if you put too much milk or you put too many eggs? If it's not two eggs, you know, a cup of flour, a cup of milk, what if you screwed those ratios up and you're like, I'm going to make the cake better by putting in 10 eggs and then you don't mess with, you're ruining the recipe, right? So supplements are the same way, and, and that's where somebody who actually is a scientist who did this stuff for years in the lab and, and only just lab, but use it on himself, try and experiment with different ingredients and see what actually work. That's the reason why our brand's very different, because nobody 
typically the way supplements work, Blake, and to your audience, anybody who's listening, is you and I could start a supplement company. Let's say you and I start a supplement company. We're guys. We like to work out. Um, you know, my background's in sports medicine, but it gives me nothing in terms of an education in supplements. So we don't know what we're doing when it comes to supplements. But nonetheless, you and I can start our own brand. And this is usually how it goes. So the two of us would go to a manufacturer who puts protein together and they have uh, scientists on staff or research and development teams. And you go to them and you say, hey, I want um, to create a protein powder. And the first thing they're going to think of is like economy of scale. Like what is what is going to be a protein powder that they would recommend that you create based on maximizing profit? Right. And that's why most brands will have whey protein concentrate in their protein because that's what most manufacturers will recommend because it's the cheapest form of protein and the consumer's none the wiser. Right. So the consumer is just basically getting shit forms of protein because somebody in an R&D department in you know, a warehouse in Wisconsin said, this is the most profitable protein and yeah, it's okay, but is it the best? No. And then you and I don't know any different because we're just two guys with an idea to start a brand and have a protein powder. Wow. So that's, that's the majority of how most of these brands have started um, and good for them, but that's not how we started. We started because, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I heard something last night over a, you know, a discussion I was having with some folks and, and it's like, and, and my brother is actually the one of the ones who goes, you know, there's a really good brand out there that says, you know, we don't make new products. We just make the products that you already have better. And that's kind of us, right? Like, you know, we didn't invent pre-workouts. We didn't invent protein powder. We just went into the marketplace, Jim and I did, and with the intent to where we wanted better products represented in the supplement space than what was currently available, mainly for ourselves, and then able to pass that on to the consumer. So, Right, and that kind of that sparked a, a major conflict in the supplement industry for you guys. Like I said in a previous episode, Guys, if you haven't checked it out, go back and check it out. It's very informational. But, I mean, y'all just kind of come in and just change the whole game for everybody. You set the new standard for, you know, the best of the best supplements that you can possibly get, you know. Yeah, we don't cheapen anything. I mean, you know, I think even last time we were just launching our bar. And, you know, honestly, this was like five years of uh, figuring out. People say – for a bar like I'm like yeah because this type of bar to get 20 grams of protein with one gram of sugar zero grams of sugar alcohol and three grams of net carbs it's it's like building a sandcastle without any water um, so you know as again same thing you and I want to start a bar company you get a protein bar out there, you're going to get the the turd looking bars like, you know, the, the quest and nothing against any of those bars, you know, legalities, I'm not <laughs> discriminating against anybody, but you know, you're going to get those extruded bars that look like turds. Uh, you're going to get like the multi-layer bars, like the fit crunch that, you know, you might like them after one or two bites, but to eat the whole thing, you it just get sick of, you get the wafer bars or you get like the ones, um, like the Luna bars with the crisps and maybe a chocolate layer and most manufacturers out there, you know, there's only a handful of them. That's all they do. So you have one manufacturer who they just do the extruded bars and you have one manufacturer. They, cause all these things are, are made. It's not like, you know, you grow bars, you got to make them, right. you got to bake them. There's a process in which you make and bake things. And to do those things at the scale, when you're producing, hundreds of thousands of, of these things, your machines have to be able to set up to do that. And that's all they do. So when Jim and I wanted to do a bar, um, going to all these different manufacturers and we're like, we don't want what you have. Can you do something different? Can you do something that doesn't exist? And, you know, a lot of these guys say, well, no, this is the only bar that we can do, but let's try and maybe, tweak what we're doing to match what you want. And it just didn't work out, you know, and, and it wasn't the flavor. It wasn't the texture. It was just basically more of the same. So that's why if anybody caught Jim's live or any of his videos, when he talks about the bars and he gets so excited about it, it's because 
this does not exist. This never existed. This type of barn. I don't. You tried it, Blake. I mean, look. I'm not being biased, but fuck, man. I've never had a bar like that. Like I just, haven't either. No, yeah, it's, it's it's good. It is, and the first thing you notice is the texture, right? The, the consistency yeah. of it. It you can't yeah. beat it. It just like it almost like it. it I'm gonna say evaporates, but but yeah, it, like it just like disintegrates, melts in your mouth. Yeah. You know, and that's but, something you don't get. Well, exactly. But that was also the, the best thing about it was also the hardest thing because, you know, the manufacturer who finally took a chance to do something new with this, um, they actually told me like, I don't know if we can reproduce this because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so hard. And that, as you know, I think we sent you some bars. I think they, yeah. they melted, right? Yep. Yeah. So actually what's funny about it is we're, we're tweaking some things with the manufacturer because it's like a new, it's a new invention, right? They've never done this before. So they're figuring out how to make sure that the stability, the durability, like I said, you know, we're building sandcastles without water. So that it falls apart real easily, which is the reason why it melts in your mouth. But we're literally shipping these things out from our warehouse because we're only selling them on our own website right now. Eventually they'll go into GNC and bodybuilding com and this bar will be in every convenience store in America eventually, um, but right now when we ship them out, with people we're actually shipping them with ice packs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's costing a lot of money uh, to do it. You know, to to kind of put the ice packs in there, but we want the experience for someone who takes us the first time to be not a melted turd. You know, when they open it up. So, Roger that, and that's the thing. I've actually ordered a box myself. You know, after you, oh, you did, it. yeah, I did, and you know, they sent the box in with like one little ice pack, and then they were the consistencies were fine. You sent me four with a with an ice pack wrapped, and I think it was wrapped in like some kind of uh, refrigerant material to keep it cool, and like it come to it was they were melted as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever they well, did yeah, with the big boxes, and whatever they did with the big boxes works because it they come and. I had no issues whatsoever with those. I said they are good, and and they're different. And that's the thing with a lot of these these uh, other bars is some of them, you know, they taste good. But if you look at the ingredients on them, like you're pretty much eating a damn candy bar with a yeah. little bit of protein in it. You know, they're not. Yeah. And that's one thing that y'all kind of did. Like yours is like legit, like good for you. You know, it's an yeah, actual it's, protein yeah, bar. It's something you can use. There's to, nothing bad in that. Yeah. You're not, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's like a dessert treat that can fit in to, uh, you know, a diet that somebody's not going to, I mean, look, you don't want to eat like six. I, I trust me, I, I have to stop myself because if I eat one, I want like another one. And, um, but, uh, if you do that, it's not like it's going to kill you. You know I mean? You got, you got no sugar alcohols in there and the sugar alcohols are what actually make bars bad for you. Um, but it's also what keeps the bars held together. Um, so that's been an issue. There's uh, there's no, you won't find any whey protein concentrate in here. And like I said, with whey protein concentrate, many of the bars, their source of whey protein or their source of protein comes from whey protein concentrate. Because once again, the lactose helps keep the bars together. So I challenge anybody to go out there and actually find a bar that doesn't have whey protein concentrate listed in the ingredients facts. It's almost impossible to find. Um, so we only use whey protein isolate and uh, casein protein. We might, on a revision that we might have to do to get the stability issue fixed, we might have to add a little bit of collagen protein perhaps um, but that's not, that's, it's, that's a great protein. So it's not like, uh, we're going to be using cheap sources of protein, uh, in this bar. So the 20 grams that you get, um, is from good sources of protein, just like our protein powder. Same thing. Roger that. Well, Roger that. Well, Hey, we'll be right back here in just a sec. You're listening to dad tough podcast. We'll be back after a message from our sponsor. Gentlemen, many times we realize how we're not used to be. We have fatigue, we have weight gain, even if we're dieting and exercising like we're supposed to. And for many men, pills and prescriptions aren't working anymore for their ED. At Men's Wellness of North Alabama, we take the time to hear your concerns and get to the root of the problem, and we offer solutions. Call today for your free consult. Let's talk man to man and fix it. 256-366-2470. 
or mens-wellness.com. And that, again, is Men's Wellness of North Alabama. If you guys have any kind of issues with uh, with your testosterone levels, with, uh, you know, feeling like crap, like you're not, you know, feeling like you uh, just ain't got the energy drive that you had, you know, definitely give him a call if you're in the surrounding areas. Uh, there will also be a link dropped uh, on this episode that you can schedule your free consultation with. <laughs> but, yeah, man, uh, now as far as protein goes, what like some of the myths for protein that you know if you if you you know if you eat protein or drink protein eat protein or I guess you say drink protein shakes they make you, do they make you fat? I know that's one of the that's one of the a lot of misconceptions that people you know have with with uh, you know drinking the protein like you can't drink it without you know working out or it just you just blow up. No, I mean no overconsumption makes you fat. Right. Inactivity makes you fat. You know, um, uh, it, it's lifestyle. So, you know, if you don't change your diet, which might be bad for you, and then you start, you know, drinking protein shakes and you're not doing anything active, then yeah, you're going to gain weight. Um, you know, but that that's not because of the protein. That's just because of inactivity and you're consuming more calories. I mean, this, you know, the serving size of this is only 150 calories. Right. That's not going to make you fat, but, you know, eating, uh, you know, in excess of your, of your calories without burning them. I mean, realistically, look, it's very simple. If you burn more calories and you're consuming, you're going to lose weight. If you're eating more calories than you're burning, you're going to gain weight. Um, if you exercise and you work out, uh, then in, in your burning more calories, chances are you're going to burn more calories than you're consuming. But then during, you know, the human body works like it's an amazing machine. It's, and it's very simple to figure out, you know, we, we take better care of our cars than we do of our own body. Sometimes, you know, I mean, we, you know, we'll wash our cars once a week, we'll keep them clean, we'll put gas in them to drive them, we'll change the oil. Um, but, you know, we don't work out, we don't, take an hour you know i always say there's there's 24 hours in a day uh most of us work eight hours most of us give eight hours for sleep um you know not me i'm sure maybe not you if you're you know but what are you doing with the other eight hours has always been my question right so um you can always find time to train you can always find time for an hour uh for yourself to go do something and it's not even just going into the gym and and again, you don't want to waste your time when you're there. That's why with us, and, and I'm always a big proponent of, if you're going to be in the gym, get on a program. Don't just walk in and aimlessly walk around. Like Make, make that time work and have a plan um, and have it be structured by somebody who understands what they're doing. That's why you know we focus so much on Jim's website where we have his workout plans available and on the phone and all that. So we're we're set up to try and give people results based on having access to the information that's going to get them results but the gym's not for everybody you know you and i mentioned earlier it's like as long as you're doing something go for go for a hike go for a run uh ride a bike you know do something uh that that is active the human body was not meant to sit down we haven't evolved long enough out of the cave um to where you know, our bodies are meant to sit around all day. And, and, you know, back in the day, if you think like a caveman, which is kind of like been always my thing, cavemen, when they woke up in the morning, uh, they weren't sleeping very much, you know, because there's something was always trying to kill them. Right. But when they woke up in the morning, they didn't go to the fridge and get some food. They went out and exercised to go find food, to go walk, to run, to hunt. to gra- So, and that's what our bodies are meant to do. So if you think about that, that's the reason why, you know, Jim's kind of big on intermittent fasting, uh, get up in the morning, go work out on an empty stomach. Um, you know, your body will utilize the, you know, what, what, what fuel it has. And typically your body stores fat. So when you're, when you're training in on an empty stomach, there are, there's some debate on it, but there is research that says like, when you do that, you'll actually burn more fat because your body's utilizing the fat for energy. And so therefore you'll burn that because you haven't eaten anything or consumed anything. But, um, 
But yeah, no, drinking protein shakes and, and stuff won't make you fat. Inactivity and um, consuming more than you're burning will make you fat. 150 calories of this is not going to do anything because no. it's actually good calories with good sources of protein. Right. No, absolutely. Another thing, a lot of people have the misconception that, that protein is not for women. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of women think that. Like, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. uh, you know, even my wife, she was like, I'm not drinking that stuff. You know, that's for, for guys. You know, I'm like, no, it's not. And then I showed her, you know, brought her to the gym army group and just, you know, just showed her all the women that take your supplement yeah. products. And, man, yeah. dude, Debbie Stevens is oh, I know. Uh, She's hottie a with a body, man. She is, yeah. like, how, how old is she? Uh, I think Debbie's 57 or 58 yeah and man she like she looks like she's in her you know early 40s and i mean it's just crazy the transformation that even even women have with your programs yeah most yeah we we have a lot of success Uh, that's not to say that look i mean the ratio um i mean the supplement industry and in fitness industry is uh is heavy male dominant um you know i think women it's it's only been the last 20 years where women are finally getting the understanding that picking up weights isn't going to make them look like the guys and and a, and a big a big reason why is the social media you know you see a lot of these instagram uh women and bikini people um you know i, I have a funny story about the bikini uh um uh, the bikini competitions, that was actually an idea that stemmed out of my office at Muscle and Fitness. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the MPC bikini uh, didn't exist until we did it at uh, Muscle and Fitness Magazine. It was actually pretty funny how that story evolved. But but when you see kind of like the blossom of, of that particular category where, you know, when you think fitness competitions, um, back when I started Muscle and Fitness, there was no bikini. There was a uh, figure there was fitness and there was bodybuilding. So figure was like, you know, probably the, the most, uh, or, or the least, least amount that kind of looked like the bodybuilding, you know I mean? The, look, those women, God bless them for their hard work, but they're taking testosterone to look like that. Like they're not training with weights and taking supplements to look like that. Like, you train with weights, you take supplements, you look like Debbie Stevens, you look, right. you know, you, 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 you look like, you know, a bikini girl who's in shape. You don't look like the bodybuilders. I mean, those, those women, I, I, I all the respect to them, but that's not what you're going to look like. That's not an attainable physique because you're lifting with weights and you're taking supplements. So, um, but yeah, women, I think because it is a very male dominated market, you, you know, I think the supplement industry, we always kind of figure our ratios about 70% male who consume 30% of women who consume. Um, but the women who do consume, they are the most active, which is the reason why I'm looking at the Jim Army page right now. And it's all women, you know, women love to interact, especially when they're seeing results. Um, and I think a lot of it is because the women who are seeing results are like shouting from the rooftops to the other women saying, look at me, I'm not like the guys I'm training. This is what you should aspire to be. And so from a motivational, um, aspect, I, I applaud, you know, Debbie and, uh, there, there's others on here. There's, uh, you know, uh, Lisa Underwood, I'm going down through, um, uh, there's, there's, there's quite a bit of women on here who post regularly. Um, Debbie is definitely one of them. Amy, uh, Amy mock, you know, she's one of our gym mentors. Now she went and did the, the figure, um, which that has changed now that bikini, now that bikini kind of came uh, a thing in terms of the fitness competitions, uh, figures kind of moved a little bit more towards a more muscular physique where now bikinis essentially replaced figure. Right. or what figure used to be um, to where it's, it's not, it, it's about just, you know, looking good in a bikini, looking sexy in a bikini. There's still some muscularity. Um, but that's always kind of been the, uh, the trend. So I think for most women, as long as they can understand that you don't have to worry about looking like the guys, you're not, unless you're taking, uh, you know, additional testosterone yeah. and pumping that into your system. 
Roger that. And that's one thing I want to say real quick. Uh, I think I may have mentioned it before in the previous episode, but man, Jim Army is just the it is the coolest. I mean, it really yeah. is. And if you guys haven't been on there, definitely it's on Facebook. Jim Army, you know, type in Jim Army and it's J Y M Army. It is a group full of people that you know are getting real results with you know, with real work, you know, and that's one thing I respect about you guys is like, there's a lot of people that haven't, that I know, you know, just personally around me, that's like, I've never heard of them. And it's like, well, you need, you need to check them out. And that's one thing I respect about you guys. Like you're, you don't advertise, you don't, you don't go and pay an athlete, you know, a big, you know, macho man, you know, Randy Savage looking person to, you know, to scream and holler at the camera and tell you how you're going to get ripped and, and big. And that's one thing that I respect about about your company. And going back to the gym army is it's just so inspirational. And that's a, I've had a question from a few guys like, well, man, I don't even know where to start. You know, right. you know, go to gym army. And everybody's just so inspirational and willing to help out. Whatever question you have, you know, you type in, you're going to get, you know, 100-plus responses from, and yeah. you know, from all different kinds of people. And, I mean, that's just one thing like I said I love about Jim Army is is if, it don't matter what kind of question you have. It, there's going to be an answer for it. And, you know, you're on there a lot, you know, uh, talking to the consumers and, and posting, you know, videos and, and tutorials and stuff. So so that's one thing I definitely want to tell you guys to do. If you have any questions, whether you are a rookie or consider yourself a seasoned pro at lifting weights, join that gym army group. You might learn a thing or two for sure. Because I know I have. That's what really, you know, got me to you guys was that right there, you know. Right. Well, look, I mean, uh, I have a really good friend. who said He was on the podcast. He's a former Delta Force commander. Uh, he was on the Mike Force podcast, which is a big, you know, military podcast. And, and I listened to it the other day, and he said something that kind of really stuck. And it's like, you know, the evolution of, of humans is their ability to teach and pass on knowledge to other people. That's like how we continue to go. And that's really what this brand has kind of been about. And I think that's what even being a dad is about, right? You, you want to pass on knowledge to your kids. You want to pass on your experiences so that they can kind of, you know, turn out to be better versions of you. And, and, and that's why I think everything in your life should be about that, right? Whether you're in business or whether if you're a father or, or, a husband, it's, it's, it's our ability to understand the environment, learn from it right. and then teach. Right. And, you know, I love teaching people things. I love uh, passing on whether it's, you know, knowledge based on experience or knowledge based on, you know, paying for it. Um, I always think that the smartest people, you know, I always say there's two types of people. There's smart people and there's intelligent people. Uh, smart people are the ones who can read and understand the books. Intelligent people are the ones who write them based on their experiences. Um, and I think that from us, look, I, you can't go to school to do what, what I do. Uh, you have to, you have to learn from experience. You can go to school to do what Jim does, which is, you know, being a scientist and understanding, you know, uh, uh, and that, you know, the physiology and molecular biology and, and all the things that he did when he was at Yale. Um, and you can pass knowledge on that way. But realistically, I think the easiest thing that we try to do for our consumers is not only create products, but give them an understanding of what it is that they're taking so that they can pass that on. Right. And that's how you have evangelism in your business, right? If you find a connection where people are going to adopt whatever it is that you're saying or, or, or selling, um, and understand what it is, they feel good about it. And then they want to pass that on. It's no different than teaching your son. And with my son, I have, you know, three kids and my son's eight, he's the oldest, but it's kind of cool because when I try and teach him, it's the hardest thing to do is coach your son. And I coach yeah. my son with baseball and I'm, yeah, I know you do with football and stuff too, and he'll get there. But, um, but it is cool. Like if I teach him to do something, seeing him then try and show his sisters to do it. And that's, to me, my job is done right there. It's like he's taking something he learned from me and he's trying to pass it on to his sisters. Right. Um, and I think if you take that same philosophy in business, um, and that's what the gym army really is. And I think it's a very, there's no real control over that group other than, you know, we moderate like making sure people aren't, you know, posting pictures of, you know, their genitalia or things like that or saying, you know, obscene things like we 
try to keep it copacetic, but realistically, people are just posting on there, asking questions, and you get you know responses like this guy posted today or the other day. How's the Rocky Road protein? He's got seventy one answers, you know, um, and some of them are like, well, it's not my favorite, and we just let that go, right? You you, you can't. I don't I don't like censorship at all. Um, you know, I like being polite. And if you're, if you're going to be a critic of ours, fine, just there's a polite way to do it. If you're like, all oh, those guys are a bunch of dicks. They're only in it for the money. Blah, blah. It's like, you're just an asshole. Cause that's not true. You know, if you really don't like us, state your, state your position, back it up with fact and we can just not be friends. That's fine. But you won't find that on this group page. I think that, you know, for anybody seeking fitness and it doesn't have to be about the brand. What's funny is. We have how many people we have on here? I think we have over a hundred and something thousand. Yeah, it's getting up there. Um, but the interesting thing is, is not only do not every single one of those, and I know this because we have data. Not every single there's a hundred, yeah, hundred nine thousand five hundred some odd members, so almost one hundred ten thousand people. Not every single person a part of this group takes our products, and even you know scaling it down from there there's probably about 30% of these people who don't even know who Jim is and don't even know that this page is run by a supplement company. Right. No clue. They just think it's like a cool page. You can go and talk about working out and that's what we want it to be. Right. And y'all definitely did a good job there. Like I said, it is, it's definitely inspirational. It's definitely gave me a kick in the ass a couple times. I probably need to get back on there to, to get, get a little bit more kick in the ass. That's my thing, man. I've always got excuses, you know, when it comes to coming to working out. Like you said, you got so many, you know, hours in a, in a day that you're not doing anything that, you know, you got to, got to make time for it. And that's, that's kind of where, uh, where I lack at in some, you know, some aspects, man. Cause I always, I find an excuse. It's like, well, you know what? I really need to be doing this. Well, here, I'm going to mess you. I'm going to mess with you real quick. All right. All right. Are, are you superstitious at all? No, no, not at all. No. Okay. I'm somewhat. All right. But you, you, I play this game with myself all the time. So, you think about something that you really want, whether it's like, you know, your business or your relationship or something like take this podcast, right? You want this to be a successful podcast. Absolutely. So every time that you don't remember the right thing, you always means doing what you don't want to do. So if you, uh, if you tell yourself the next time that you're thinking about training and to convince yourself that you want, that you are going to just tell yourself, be like, if I don't go work out today, my podcast isn't going to be successful. You'll get your ass to the gym. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I focus a lot of my time on this. You know, I'll stay up till sometimes right. two or three o'clock in the morning, and then I'll make an excuse like, "Well, I stayed up two or three o'clock, so I, don't, I ain't gonna go work out." But but that's the thing that when and I'm I'm getting back into it. I'm actually going back tomorrow. I am. I'm set on it like tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to start, I believe, the Superman program. I've done it once before, had amazing results with it. Uh, and also, I've been wanting to do the, was it the Fitter Faster Leaner, I believe? Yeah, that one. Yeah, you got to get outside a little bit for that one because, mm -hmm. you know, you got to do like running and things like that. So depending on your uh, what you have available to you, it can be somewhat limiting. Right. Um, but, uh, it, you know, that was, that was kind of designed more for performance stuff. But look, you know, it, it doesn't always have to be picking up the weights. It's whatever you feel is, is something that's active. If it's riding a bike, going for a walk, going for a hike, uh, running around, playing a game of basketball with your kids, or, you know, just doing something active is good. I mean, you know, the, Joe Weider used to talk about years ago, and Joe Weider, you and I mentioned, but, you know, he's the one who ran Muscle and Fitness Magazine. He's the reason why the fitness industry is what it is. He's kind of like the godfather of fitness. Right. Um, he would talk about, you know, Muscle and Fitness, you know, this magazine used to represent um, how to be a man, you know, like, and he was putting out visual representations like this is what a man looks like. You know, this is what you need to aspire to be. Get outside, you know. Uh, uh, breathe fresh air, go for a walk, be nice to your neighbors, uh, you know, don't hit your wife, you know, don't yell at your kids. I mean, those are things that he would talk about because I think that even now 
with with the culture we have now, I mean, honestly, look, I I, I think that there is a demasculine effort to demasculine uh, society right now. They don't want strong, you know. I think the culture is calling for, you know, uh, guys to, you know, not be men. You know, any essence of masculinity is is frowned upon in, in the political and the cultural sector. Hold and on I think that's second. wrong. Hold on one second. And then we're back. <laughs> All right. Anyways, but yeah, like you said, man, society is trying to demasculate men, you know. Oh, I feel I feel the same way. Yeah, it's, you know, and so I think that I don't think that that's what guys like yourself, me and the vast majority of fathers, dads, husbands, uh, we're not down with that, right? You know, we just kind of like look at it from afar and say, all right, but it's important because I think as a dad, like at least with me, I tried to represent uh, what a father and what a man should be to my kids. You know, I got two daughters and a son and, you know, and, and so I think it's very important, especially for, for the son. Uh, to understand what masculinity is and what being a man is, it, it, it is being a a rock of the family. You know, I, I think it's important. I think that you know the culture needs that balance between you know that strong, observant kind of you know um, wonder what he's thinking type of the father right. that because that's what that's what leaders uh, represent, and I think that that's part of the reason why there's been such an attack on on you know the man and the masculinity and all that stuff is because they don't i think there's certain you know levers at the top that they they know that that perpetuates leadership and people who are leaders tend to be disruptors you know they don't go along with the flow they question they're independent thinkers they critically think uh, because they're thinking about the direction they want to head into, not necessarily the group. Um, and I think that's important. So I think that even this podcast that you're doing is a good thing. And I think that what we do in our industry is a good thing because physical fitness gives people independence. Um, so if you're a dad and you're somebody who, you know, you are a good dad and you are, uh, you work hard and you do things it's important for your kids to see you as a physical representation of, of something that is uh, like leading by example, you know, exactly. you, you, you need to be that physical. And I think that, you know, my dad didn't, you know, really work out. Uh, you know, he, he, he was a, he was a construction worker and in, in uh, heavy equipment, but he was, that was his workout. He was literally lifting shit all day and picking up boulders. And I mean, he was physically just a big Irishman guy, but at some point you see, cause he's, you know, 70, I think 76 or 77 now, 77. And even now he's still this rough, gruff guy, but you do see that lion kind of, you know, the bell curve. And at that point, that's when your son or your daughters need to be kind of climbing that mountain too. But they can't climb that mountain if they can't see or emulate what and who their parents are. And so that's the reason why you mentioned women. It's important for women, in my opinion. You know, women should be strong rocks, you know, not necessarily these meek. And even though that's okay, but in my opinion, my personal opinion, I think women need to be a representation of things that are strong wow. and sexual and and feminine. Um, you know, like I think it's important. That's that's what the the nuclear family is, and I think that the more of that we have, and you go into certain cultures, especially here in the U.S., um, the representation of that style of family is a good thing. And you go into communities where you see a lot of that. And you have a good community. You have a good culture. You go into communities where the father's absent. Um, it's, it's, it's fucked up. It is. You know? Yeah. And so for a lot of dads out there, if you aren't training and you aren't working out um, and you're not doing something physical for – if you want to be a good dad, let your kids see you do something physical. Take them on a hike. Go for a ride, play with them in the park. Like what dad 
I think it's a it, it's it, it's such a sad case. I've seen it before. I've been at parks and stuff like that, and I'm running around doing stuff with my kids and other dads just they can't. They physically can't. Yeah, they on yeah. their phone. You know, they're on their phones. You know, letting their kids have right. fun. And I think that's Damn really right. important is being being active, man, in your kids' life. Like like just for an example, I mean, lead by example. You know, like my oldest son, he likes drinking cokes. You know. And, and he don't drink very many Cokes in my house. But when we sit down for dinner, you know, if he's drinking water, dad's drinking water, you know. Right. And, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a good thing for you to sit there drinking a Coke and not letting your kid, they see that, you know, that, that creates tension, right. you know, just, just, th- just things like that. But yeah, go on with what you're saying. Well, we all just saying, you know, I mean, kids, you know, kids are observant and they're always watching. Yeah. They're always watching. And, um, look, I fail as a dad. I mean, I just got back from a two week trip and, you know, this was me pretty much driving, you know, shut up, you know, hitting just whatever I could. And, you know, my daughter's in the middle seat, so she probably got whacked. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're driving for 13 hours straight and the kids are screaming, you get frustrated. So look, I mean, that's parenting. Um, but that's also the reality of it. And I think that when we try to, not understand what the reality is when we're trying to raise our kids and have a family and do what we do, you know, you, it's okay to have things to where, like you said, you know, you're like, well, I need to work out more. Um, then do it, you know, then do it, then make the time. We all know where we need to be better. Um, it's, it's about doing it because that's the right thing to do and it's hard and we don't want to, but when we, you know, we right before your podcast, I had some buddies in here who were training in the gym and they were doing SSA. And it was kind of funny because they're like, oh, we got dead landmines and uh, 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 jumping jacks left uh, for Tabatas. And it was actually their last day of doing SSA. And so one of my buddies, he's in there and he goes, I think I'm just going to skip the landmines because it's so difficult to set up. And maybe we'll just do the jumping jacks. I kind of hear him talk, and I'm like, oh, all right. So I actually went over there and set up the landmines for him. They didn't see it. And uh, so I got back to my workout. And I looked over, and I'm like, you guys would do landmines? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, well, I already set it up for you. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> but, but when they did them and they got done, I looked at him, and I'm like, hey, man. It's tough doing the right thing, isn't it? But it's worth it when it's done. He goes, yeah, you're so right. You're so right. And that's just a small example right. of what I'm talking about. You know, it's you, you know when you, when you can make a decision to do the right thing because it's when you're like, ah, oh, man, yeah. I don't want to. But then you do it anyway, and that's when you're going to start finding that that success mindset. I think that so many people lack these days. Bill's character. Yeah, you're right. It does. Bill's character. And it's so, so important to be able to be that person for your kids, not even just your kids, but your wife too, you know, because it plays a big factor, you know, with your wife as well, being that strong, you know, that rock, that, that, you know, that leader by example, you know? So yeah, I definitely agree with you on that for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, and then that's the thing. So, look, if you're if you're out there, um, uh, you know, and you're just questioning whether or not, you know, you're maybe doing the right thing by your kids, start by just look. And the cool thing is, is your kids are watching, and and they love seeing dad lift heavy things. Yeah. So if you can if you can show them that strength and give them a physical representation of strength. It does pay dividends. It does pay dividends. And when, you know, the kids look at you and it reinforces your own confidence too. Um, because, you know, when your little girls or your, you know, sons or whatever come up to you and they go, Daddy, you're strong. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I am. And, and like I said, I have a buddy in here and, um, you know, he was he, same exact thing. I mean, this guy, he's one of the smartest, most decent guys I know, um, you know, super successful. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, I just, I need to start taking better care of myself and this, and that. I'm like, just come on in and train. And he kind of come in and do his own thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's like, he wanted to do SSA. So he and I started together. Um, but now he's addicted 
And so I, I was gone for two weeks. You know, I just got back from a long trip. He was in here every single day by himself. And he, he was the one who actually finished the program today, who I set the landmines for. And what's funny is like his wife, other friends, who know, they're like, what happened? Like, what happened to Todd? Like, look, and I'm like, he's, and it took him eight weeks. And he's just, and he's just, he's like a, a different person altogether. And it just took some commitment. That's, that's me. And I'm, I'm actually on my phone. I'm looking for a picture here. I don't know if I can, I should have blew it up. But I've got a buddy too that, that really got into, he started off with Superman. We started off together. And this has been about, I don't know, three, I don't know, about four or five months ago. We completed it, man, felt great, you know, started, you know, seeing some, you know, some pretty significant changes in our bodies and stuff. And, uh, you know, I got COVID, he got COVID, and I ended up having to quarantine for, it was a little over a month because my wife had it and then my son had it and then I got it at the end of that. So I had to quarantine. But he stuck with it. You know, he yeah. stuck with it. I kind of I kind of went through that lazy spell because I was quarantined. You know, I spent my quarantine days, in, in, you know, in the woods hunting. You know, that's how I spent my, you know, I spent my quarantine. I had fun. But as I kind of got that, you know, when I wasn't hunting, I was just kind of sitting around, you know, and I kind of got that, that that lazy thing. But he stuck with it, man. And honestly, I don't know if y'all can see this or not. I'm going to try to – I should have pulled it up on my phone. But just over a few months, man, he uh, – uh, Oh, yeah. There you go. Right there. Yep. And that's the thing. No, look, getting in shape doesn't mean you got to have a six pack. I mean, I, I, you know, I haven't had like a true six pack probably for the last like five, six years. But, um, you know, I'm 40 now and, and, and not to say I can't do it again, but it's just staying physically active, especially as a as a guy, I think is super important. You know, Absolutely. I guess for, if nothing more than for your your own uh, self-confidence, your own, uh, you know, mental uh, preparation for the yeah. day or whatever you have to do, because there are there is research. I mean, look, working out, it, it causes a chemical reaction to where it does release, you know, serotonin and, and, and endorphins. And it's, it's a feeling of wellness. And once again, going back to the caveman comment. That's what we're supposed to do. Right. Like, you know, the, the, you you live longer if you were able to move better. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's like, um, you know, and that's, that's, it's very important. I think that physical fitness, it doesn't have to be an obsession and, and it's not even an obsession with me. It's just something that it's like brushing my teeth. It's something I do every day. And I think that's what it what it takes is it's got to get to that point for everybody to truly enjoy it and and, and uh, to get the the best experience out of it. Because like I said, my buddy he's been doing it and he's he stuck with it. And man, it just like seeing him like I went to the gym with him. Uh, it's been a little while ago, but just like starting off, just his strength gains were just ridiculous. Like I'm like, damn yeah. man, you like really? And we, I started off, you know, I was stronger than he was, and now he's just right. and making changes. Man, he feels good. His wife is all over him, you know, because I mean now he's <laughs> he's at that at that stage where it's like okay, other women are starting to notice him again too, you know. So that automatically ramps her sex drive up. So there's just all kinds of you know, positive yeah. things that comes with working out. Yeah. It's, it's look, I mean, that's, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, the attraction from the opposite sex is always going to be at a higher level when that person physically feels and, and, and looks better. You know, it just, it, sorry, that's human nature. I mean, there's a reason why women see a guy like this and their heads turn because it looks appealing. You don't have to be like that, but be the best version that you can. And that's the other thing too, for uh, I've seen people and know people who, you know, they were on the verge of divorce and going through things. And then all they found, they started working out together and that became their thing. Um, and it saved their marriage. And so, uh, physical fitness is not always about this. And that's not what I'm, you know, I know that, look, the people who buy our products, they're not these people, right? It is that gym army, you know, and I look at that and I get more of a kick out of seeing people who just, like I said, there's better versions of themselves. Like I'm looking at this guy right now, uh, Mark uh, Goranek, and normal guy. And, but you can just tell the results that he got 
in uh, just, you know, a few short weeks. Um, and it's like, you know, no, there's like 1% of the population who works out will even be on a cover of something. This is not the aspiration to be on a cover, in my opinion. The aspiration is to wake up and that person next to you be very proud of you and you be proud of you and your yeah. kids be proud of you. I think it's really important when it comes to, you know, being a dad, having that energy, that, that drive to be able to actually spend time with your kids. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people there, you know, they, and, and I mean, a lot of people are lazy, you know, and, and you know, they, they sit on their ass all day and, and it becomes habit. It becomes routine. You know, the kid, you know, hey, dad, I'm going to go outside and throw football. Ah, no, not today, son. You know, I don't feel like it. So I, I think it's really important to, to, to just for overall better quality of life, just spending time with your significant other and your right. kids, you know. All right. Well, the biggest the biggest change I see with the people who, who've done uh, the, the programs and finished them um, it's not necessarily the, the physical and Jim says this all the time, Jim, first thing Jim says when we're choosing our winners of these competitions we have is he goes, look at their face. They're happy. Right. You know, this is the biggest transformation. You can just see joy returning and confidence returning because they feel good about themselves. Maybe they didn't win but they feel freaking amazing about themselves. And that's the most important thing in my opinion. Absolutely. Well, Mike, I sure do appreciate you coming on here, man. I think we're going to call it about an hour and five minutes. All right. (laughs) Sounds Um, good to me. All right, guys. Till next time, stay dad tough. Take care, bud. Thanks for tuning in to Dad Tough. If you liked the episode, don't forget to like and follow the Dad Tough podcast on Facebook and YouTube. You can also listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show or want advertising? Reach out by email at dadtoughpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, stay dad tough.